Low Dakota Territory. I'm Trent Loose. Welcome to the journey of the journey we call Dakota Trails and Tales. Hey, hop on in the Loose Tales Food Link Chuck Wagon. It's Marty on Monday. Just be warned. When you hop in, we will tool the region, the country, the globe. We will look at the news stories of the day. But at the end of the journey, it is going to be up to you by yourself to determine how and if this information might actually affect us living this way in the good old U.S. of A. You know we like to refer to it as a little piece of heaven, right, Marty, on Monday. Thanks for asking about my weekend. Hey, how was your weekend? Hey, by the way, that reminds me, when you said heaven... That's what I want to talk about today. Okay, go for it. Well, you get to pick. When are we going to talk about this little deal I want to bring up? Uh, now, i got two things I want to talk about. Um, one would be the Abrahamic family house, and the other one would be my um, roasted coon recipe. What should we do first? Let's do the roasted coon recipe because nobody's going to do that anyway. Are you sure you want to do that first? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. Well, funny thing happened. Now, I had a a good buddy of mine that's been a coon hunter for a long time stay with me this weekend. And uh, we were kind of BSing and hunting our dogs, and we were having a real good time. We actually ran into some, some people that were camped out from Kentucky and Oklahoma that had hounds when they were younger, and uh, I finally said, hey, we're going to be here all night, and uh, we're not going to get our dogs hunted. So we, we, we took off. And, and in the meantime, when we were with those guys from Kentucky, the old subject of eating raccoons came up. And my buddy that's hunted raccoons for probably 40 years mm-hmm. told me, he goes, you know, I've never eaten a raccoon. Mm-hmm. I was sort of taken aback, you know, because I thought everybody's tried raccoon at least once or twice. I haven't knowingly tried raccoon. I don't know what you fed me when I was at your house not knowing what I was eating. (laughs) Well, anyway, I told them, I said, well, your wish is about to come true. So we got a nice uh, uh, fat raccoon that night, and uh, I skinned it, gutted it, cleaned it, and got it ready, and... uh, here comes the secret roasted coon recipe. Now, I don't know if, if anybody has had them uh, roasted exactly this way. I know a lot of people have recipes for raccoon, but but here's mine. Okay. Now, no, no, they don't. Marty, a lot of people do not have recipes for roasted raccoon. Oh, come on. It's a big family tradition. You know, a lot of people have their grandmas and great-grandmas raccoon recipe that they cook at certain times of the year. I know that. Um, but anyway, a raccoon has some glands, like every animal does. It's not, but, but, you know, if you can find those under the armpits, and then there's a couple right down there by their hindquarters, they're little gray, about the size of the kernel of a corn. Just remove them. That's a good idea on anything you eat, like, you know, uh, groundhogs or rock chucks. You want to get that gland out of there, or porcupines, whatever it is. Um, get that little gland out of there, and it's it's fairly easy to find. And it just can't you sell it to trappers? Well, you could, but you know, I mean, a lot of people only eat, you know, I'd say the average of two or three raccoons a year, so they're not going to have a lot of these glands saved up. Okay. But okay, so you'd remove that gland. Now, here's here's uh, here's where you want to be careful. 
Raccoons are a fairly greasy animal. Mm-hmm. Now, me, I like that grease. Mm-hmm. In anything I eat, I like fat beef, I like fat hogs, and I like fat raccoons. But it's not for everybody's taste. And uh, so the first thing you want to do is parboil that raccoon, okay? Put him in a big tub of water and get him boiling, a nice, slow, rolling boil. And that does two things. That, that releases the fat and uh, that's in the meat. You know, you can take all the fat off that you see and all the gristle. And then that releases the fat, but it also it also starts cooking that meat and softening it and getting it able to take in certain flavors you want to put into that raccoon. Okay, once you do that for a, a, a nice rolling roll boil for at least an hour, sometimes you can go longer, then you take the raccoon out of the uh, boiling water and put it in your uh, roaster now. The trick to this is... Like a turkey like roaster? Extra, like a turkey roaster. Okay. Well, in the old days, they called them raccoon roasters. Nobody ever no. called them a raccoon roaster. Do not embellish your stories. <laughs> anyway, that's your story. I'm sticking to it. But anyway, then you cook it on a rack. Mm-hmm. Now, most old-time cookers, roasters, have a rack. Um since we've gone away, you know, with roasting a lot of meats, you know, the certain things like raccoons, a lot of people take that rack out and it gets misplaced. Well, you can use anything. You can put some, uh, some, uh, any kind of metal bars. You can put a pot, uh, one of those deals you put a hot pot in. Anything, get that raccoon up off the bottom. Mm-hmm. And that will continue to, to, uh, the, render the fat out of that raccoon. Now, you want to cook this raccoon for at least four hours. Okay. And, and then you can remove the gre- drippings, grease, if you want. Now, I, I call it flavoring, but you can call it grease or fat or whatever. I call it flavoring. And then you want, to, you want to stuff that raccoon with uh, potatoes, onions, all the regular stuff, carrots, turnips. I, I like turnips in there for some reason. Um, they add a little stuff bit. Stuff it like you would a turkey? Stuff it like you, yeah, but in, you don't use dressing. You just stuff it. Just you know, with I've these. I've even tried, sometimes I put apples in, into it. Mm-hmm. I stuff apples in there. And then put my oh, potatoes. Oh, my mom's got enough apples, apples to do this. Yeah, that's another little, uh, you know, you tweak it up to Apple stuffed to raccoon. That's what everybody should have today. Start a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, the day may be coming that people will be wanting this recipe because they can't find anything else. Well, I mean, it, it it could. I mean, that's part two. That's where I'm going next. Oh, okay. But uh, All right, so cook it for four hours stuffed with parsley and turnips and apples. Then what? <laughs> you can put parsley on it if you'd like. Okay, now... Now here comes here comes the individual you know the family tradition part. You can sprinkle different spices on here. I just like salt and pepper, but I've I've had barbecued raccoon. You can put barbecue sauce on this as you're doing it. Um, you can put um, oh gosh uh, seasoned salt, anything like that. Maybe you've got a special rub. You know, sea you salt have, and garlic. Uh, several different spices in there. I mean, what the, here is where we talk individualism family traditions come in 
you season the coon how you think that your family will like it. Okay. Now, you don't roast this as hot at 350 or 325 as you do a turkey. Mm -hmm. You want to slow roast this. I like, like 250 over a four-hour period at about 250, 200 to 250. Can you do it on a pellet grill? Well, I'm sure you, I, if you had a pellet grill, I mean, I, I've never, I don't have one, so I don't never cooked anything on one. But I'm sure you could. But that might be a good idea. The drippings, but it might cook it too fast. I don't know, uh, you can slow them down. All right. Slow on them, the, cook it on on the other it. end of the spectrum, Lone Creek Cattle Company is providing a very tender beef supply that does not need to be cooked for four hours. It's called Certified Piedmontese. You as a cattleman can be a part. In fact, we need you, Great Plains Cattlemen, to be a part of the supply chain headed towards 50,000 head a year. And the only way we get there is if the Northern Great Plains really jumps in the fray. Details from Marlon Will about a premium of $180 over market price at a 600-pound weight. Details at LoneCreekCattleCo.com. I think we're done with the raccoon recipe. We'll find out when we return with more Dakota Trails and Tales with Marty on Monday after this. Welcome back, Dakota Territory. The journey, Dakota Trails and Tales, continues. Marty Beard standing by. Okay, I know you have a part two of this story, but I want to tell you one thing that I did yesterday with John Bolin. You met John Bolin, remember? Yes, sir. So we went to uh, Ohio and put on a phenomenal meeting, had about 200 Amish folks there, and uh, just really enjoyed the weekend of Protect the Harvest fundraising event with these Amish families that are dog breeders. But Russell Wilson brought some pork, and this is his Mangalista pork, which I think you're familiar with. Mm. I posted a picture mm -hmm. of some uh, uh, chops that we grilled at John Boland's house when I, I took him home. He grilled some chops before I left. And I, I put a picture on a social media outlet that you can no longer participate in. Oh, wait, that would be all of them. Uh, that had about two inches, maybe close to three inches of back fat on the chop and i was i was kind of surprised marty because i expected i, I did it as a little research project to see how many people are like oh my goodness look at the fat one person the last time i looked at it and i haven't looked at it for a while one person said well you better talk to your butcher because they didn't trim that very good well if you don't know mangalista pork it's about like eating raccoon you eat it for what Marty called the drippings. The fat is why people raise it, and the mm. fat tastes very good. But the reason I'm walking you through this story, overwhelmingly, the most of the people said, oh, man, that's what pork ought to look like again. That's what kind of pork I want. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that we are we're finally getting people to see that fat is not some demonic thing you should avoid. No, it's something you should be eating more of. I right. Mean, people people have, just like everything going right now, This the United States is in the trouble it is because people have not done their own research. And that goes from everything from our government to our religion to our fat in our diet. Mm -hmm. You know what else? 
we're going to say it right here, salt is good for you too. So you've been led down this dark trail that fat and salt is bad for you. Well, newsflash, your body needs them both. And it actually uh, you left one better. out. You left one out, and then you got the complete trifecta. Okay, go for fat it. Fat is needed. Salt yeah. is needed. Cholesterol is needed. And when you take a statin and tie exactly. up your cholesterol, you're going to screw up your system. It, it Cholesterol has been demonized incorrectly. And that's the trifecta that we have to fix. You got that right. Well, now we're going to go try to fix something else. Okay, I, I can't wait. Can. I can't wait. We're going down this rabbit hole. It's not a rabbit hole. I want everybody to look this stuff up. I want everybody to look up the Abrahamic family house. Okay? That seems, you know, pretty you know, non-dangerous, uh, innocent. But then when you start going into it, you get this one world religion headquarters. Now, this is almost complete in the United Arab Emirates. And what it is, it's a giant synagogue, church, and a mosque all together to blend the religions to water down our Christianity and you know what Trent the church that is part of this cannot have a cross on it because it is illegal in the United Arab Emirates to display a cross so I don't see how we're going to get a fair shake in this one world religion headquarters when we can't even you know, you know what happened to me, um, and it just completely caught me off guard. I was like, "Did you really just say that?" So, a Rise USA tour. You're familiar. Seventy days. We had fifty-seven events in thirty-seven states, and one of those events was beyond the one you organized in Minoka Grove, which was historic and memorable, and people will never forget it. We were in New Mexico, had a the McCall family did a wonderful job. We had a nice little crowd, uh, 200 people there, you know, just a perfect little crowd out on a farm where they do a you-pick pumpkin patch and kind of things like that. And every one of those events, we started with an invocation. And there was a guy there who I asked if he would ask the invocation. He said, yes. Is it okay if I do it in Jesus' name? I said, what? What did you just ask? Why, why, why would you, how would you do an invocation invoking Jesus to come and have the Spirit upon us without doing it in Jesus' name. He said, well, in New Mexico, when you pray right now, you're not supposed to do it in Jesus' name. Are you kidding me? Well, Trent, here's some bad news. In December 2020, the United Nations, and everybody knows how great the United Nations is, passed an anti-blasphemy law that prohibits any teaching against Islam, including any biblical teachings that we have in our Bible that says this is not the right way to worship. Mm -hmm. You know, when the UN, I mean, what else? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, this current administration wants to turn our Second Amendment rights over to the UN for them to decide. 
I'll tell you what, it's it's just uh, you know. Also, at that in the uh, I'm not UAE, which is United Arab Emirates. Teaching Jesus is the only God is considered to be an act of insulting Allah and the Prophet Muhammad, and the punishment is imprisonment for five or more years. So how, I just want to know, anybody that believes in this church, and I mean there are some big religious leaders behind this. I mean, we're talking one world religion, water your own down to make one world religion. I mean, it. no wonder, I mean, it. This this is like Nimrod building the Tower of Babel right there in the UAE. You know, and they also call this, this is what these big-time religion leaders that are building this call it. They call it the New Eden, mm-hmm. the Gnostic and Masonic new edition of the paradise of the creation. Yeah. They're right. trying to make heaven on earth. Yep. We got to go. I think you did well. Oh, my God. A to Z. Timothy Ford. A to Z, no GPS technology, Journey Dakota. Trails and Tales, see you tomorrow.